What's up, guys? Our sponsors at MuscleMed sent us their two-in-one test-boosting multivitamin vitamin T. What a great idea. This is something every man should be taking. Yes, this product really is brilliant. It's no secret that men's testosterone has been taking a beating over the years. It's got everything you want in a multivitamin plus improved enhancement testosterone to make you look and feel your best. With all the bullshit going on with the demasculization of men, MuscleMed's is saving men's masculinity. Man up with vitamin T. We've been getting a lot of positive DMs about carnivore. It's great to get positive feedback about the carnivore RTDs. A lot of people are liking them because they're easy to digest, lactose-free, easily accessible, very convenient, and we've been getting a lot of good feedback about their flavors too. I drink one after every workout. If your gym doesn't carry carnivore RTDs, then you need to speak with the gym manager and get them in there ASAP. Let's go. Real show, here we go. Real show, here we go. You know that it's gotta be that time, so this is what we chant. What keeps on getting them all amped in advance? You and I rocking out with Iron Man FE. You get the general's point of view on top of Rogers' rants. Whenever tapping out, we're putting the most minutes in. You already know what that's about. You know that win is win. Crush whatever's on task. Check the podcast. It's the champ in the tramp. Let the ball blast. So we ha are back with a with a good one for you guys. We have Maureen Bannon in the house. Um, you might know her better as Steve Bannon's daughter. She is the CEO of the popular podcast War Room. She traveled all the way from Florida up here to see. So we're actually friends. Okay. Uh, and he has seen us when we've been on location That's amazing. doing a show. Yeah, but I love it. And I talk to Ann all the time. He, some of his gear is right over there. I think. Where's his but, stuff? But I told him I was coming up here, and he was like, what? I didn't get asked in studio. <laughs> I was actually no, – right yeah, <laughs> see, we, we had him in studio. Um, I was actually down there a few months ago just visiting some friends, and I was in the Lauderdale area, and I hit him up, and it just didn't work out that we got to meet up. But uh, he's, he's, he's a good dude. He's recently moved to dude. Florida, right? He's not originally from Florida. Not originally. He's, he's but originally from Jersey. Yeah. Uh, was it in Jersey? Was it Jersey? Or New York? I think it's Jersey. Maybe yeah. you're right. Maybe you're right. Yeah, yeah. You're a Cali girl originally, right? Yeah. I am. Mm -hmm. You are. Well, actually, I was born in Manhattan. Oh, okay. And then lived in Brooklyn for okay. like six to nine months, and then... Uh, moved my dad's job transferred him out to california well a lot of people may not know your dad was a military guy right he was he was in the navy um he got out he went to business school and then he worked for goldman sachs and that's actually he was working for goldman sachs in the city and then they transferred him out to california and that's where i was raised until i left for college gotcha part of the mass exodus out of california seems mm -hmm. to be a lot of that going on now Yes, and I that was back when I was 18, and I haven't moved back there since. Since 18, wow. Mm -hmm. wow. I'll go back and visit, but I just don't. It's such that. a beautiful state, too. It really is. There's oh, yeah. no better weather in America than California, but it's just, it's just the, I, I don't know, the, the ideology there is so hard to swallow. Oh, yeah. My friends from high school will be like, so when are you moving back? Mm, mm, never. never. <laughs> I can't stand Nebuary. the politics. Right. The taxes. Oh, and the traffic. Oh, the traffic. Oh, is, yeah. There's the no homeless. rhyme or reason. Like, we have traffic here. We do. But you know when it is. Yep. So if you avoid those.
p.m.'s rush hour, and rush hour seems to you know carry on in between that yeah, time. Yeah. Well, Ga- isn't Gavin Newsom catching an incredible amount of shit right now because he's stuff oh yeah, he put, I, I thought walls did. I thought walls didn't work, yeah. and he yeah. put up walls around um, homeless says, camps. But he's like, when you have people over, you clean up. Yeah. When you have yeah. guests over, you clean up. Like yeah. what? How about yeah. your how about boss, your own your, house? Your boss is coming, so you're cleaning yeah. up. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. And, and this guy is like one of their forefront, you know. Of that party, no? Oh, yeah. And and he's like, oh, I'm not going to run. I'm not going to run. Clearly, you yeah. are going to run 100%. if you're doing all this. Right. Absolutely. Right. No, I don't think there's any question about it. You see him take out the little, the little Chinese kid? He's playing you soccer. You were telling me about that, but I didn't see <laughs> he's it. He's playing no. soccer. He ran, he ran this little Chinese kid. It was on accident. He ran him right over. Really? Hilarious. <laughs> I did not see that, but I'm going to have to go look yeah. for yeah. it. Yeah. Someone, someone posted a meme of him running. I guess he was jogging, and they said he jogs like he runs politics. <laughs> <laughs> He, re- <laughs> he runs like Termin, the guy, the, the, the liquid Terminator. Does he? I yeah, it was just a little clip. I didn't really pay attention, but yeah, it's uh, it's crazy how that works, you know. Um, San Francisco is a it's a beautiful city, you know, and and the fact that they they let it just fall into ruin, basically, homeless well, are shitting on the oh sidewalk, yeah, but yet you'll clean it up for a mm-hmm. foreign dignitary to come mm-hmm. over. In 2007, I think uh, I, uh, I went and trained at AKA. And Josh Thompson took me and Lagori to you know just just see the Golden Gate Bridge, San Francisco. And I remember, I'm like, wow, this place is great. But I, rem- I remember, I'm like, Pier 39. There was dog shit everywhere. Oh, oh really? Like, yeah, there was. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what's up with this? Like, oh, he's like, well, they let they let dogs come into restaurants. That was like the beginning. That must have been the beginning of yeah. all this craziness. Turned into yeah. turned into yeah. human. That was yeah. human <laughs> shit. That was human shit. <laughs> Golden Gate Ridge is the number one place for committing suicide yeah, in yeah. the United States. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah that's nuts. One guy that survived us, you know. I think a few. There's yeah. a, we we talked about it briefly. There there's a documentary came out years and years and years ago, which is called The Bridge, and it follows. It, it, it basically is just a still camera that's set up with nobody manning it, and it shoots. I I think it's like a year of footage of the bridge, and they catch countless suicides. And um, then they go to the backstory of some of them. I think maybe like ten people. They decide to dive into the backstory. It's very interesting if you like documentaries. Yeah, it's if, you like, if you like real dark documentaries. Well, no, <laughs> because every actually one. I don't know when the one, best time to watch them, that. One of them lives. <laughs> one of them. I like hey, documentaries. One, hey, one I like documentaries that, too. But when you're like, hmm, <laughs> when should I sit down and watch this one? <laughs> what are you watching, Shamu? What are you yeah. watching over there? <laughs> Uh. <laughs> so, um, you know, I want to ask the question, obviously, is what was it like growing up with, with Steve Bannon as your dad? But he, I'm sure you had a pretty normal childhood because he wasn't always into politics, right? I did. Uh, um, I think that people think that he was like this guy that they see on TV mm-hmm. or hear on our podcast all the time. But, I mean, he's an amazing father. Mm-hmm. He was in the military, so it was very... Even though he was out by the time that I was born, it was a very structured and like military regimented childhood. Um, and I think that that's part of the reason why I ended up at West Point. Uh, I knew I wanted to go into the military after 9-11 or on 9-11. And then I was 13 and my parent, I was 13 on 9-11. Wow. And I actually had two cousins that worked in the city. Um, wow. But... I remember telling my parents, like, oh, I'm going to go enlist tomorrow. They're, they're like, you're 13. No one's going to believe you're 17 and able to enlist. So 
I said, oh, I'll do it at a later date. Um, and then I thought about it going through high school, but I was like, oh, I want to, you know, go to a normal college. I don't want to go to a military college. Maybe I'll do ROTC. And I wanted to play volleyball in college. And my dad was like, well, why don't you just reach out to the service academies? And all three major service academies recruited me, and yeah. I ended up at West Point. But, yeah. you know, I think that my – Growing up with my dad was amazing. It's working with them's amazing. I think that's rubbing on your. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, I think working with him is amazing. Um, I think that people think that it's tough to work with family, and it can be, but I, I enjoy it. It's rewarding too at the same yeah. time, you know. I did it for a bit for my dad. My dad owned the oil company in Maine, and we. I love my dad's my best friend, but we don't work well together. We just don't work well together. I had to go out on my own. You know, it's just it's just i don't know it's that father-son dynamic you know like and i i think my dad and i do work well together because you know sometimes i can i feel like i can read his mind sometimes mm -hmm. like if he's gonna text about something i've already pr predicted or projected what it's gonna be just based off of how i grew up like i know yeah. and can anticipate that he's gonna ask a certain question you know i can't always read his mind but i try right i saw a meme and said uh you can't possibly hurt my feelings. I used to hold the flashlight from my dad. Now, you served in Iraq, though, right? I did. Yeah. Um, so, in West Point, actually growing up with my dad and being, like, from a military that or that, like, regimented uh, lifestyle, West Point didn't seem so hard from the military aspect. Mm -hmm. Now... I earned my starting spot on the volleyball team. Yeah, you were a standout, um, <laughs> standout player. When when I was a freshman, like three tournaments into the season. Oh, wow. So I focused more on volleyball than mm -hmm. I did academics, and I yeah. dug myself into a huge hole academically and mm -hmm. spent the rest of my time at West Point working my way out of that. But um, the academics were a struggle. Military, not so much, just based on how I grew up and volleyball was amazing Basically there. Basically a yeah. page read out of Frankie's book, right, buddy? You went to Clarion and you went there to, he was a political science major, believe it or not, but he was there for one thing and one thing only, wrestling. Yeah, you know, so, yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny, volleyball, because I remember the vo volleyball girl team on, uh, at Clarion was, was always pretty good, and the coach would always be like, we train harder than you, we train harder than the wrestlers. I'm like, we don't eat, we don't eat, we do everything you do, we don't eat, you know. So. No, actually, I had some friends on the wrestling and I remember they definitely don't eat because yeah. as soon as their season was over with, we went to breakfast one day, and I think I ordered chocolate chip pancakes, and I got up to go to the bathroom, and one of my friends, one of the wrestlers, had finished oh, yeah. my plate by the time I got back. Get out of here. Maybe like two minutes, <laughs> yeah. and the entire plate was gone. That story you tell, Frankie, I, I, it puts things in perspective of you uh, back when you were, I believe it was college, could have been high school, but I think it was college, um, stayed in a hotel somewhere mm. in Timbuktu, but your buddy, you swore, he missed weight the next morning. Yeah, he missed weight. And Frankie yeah. was like, I swear I heard this dude get up at like 2 a.m. and I, he was like lapping water out yeah, of the sink because yeah. he, he was, was so thirsty. I heard, yeah. and, I'm like, and then he wakes up and he's, <laughs> I'm still point four over. I didn't, I, I didn't float anything. I'm like, wow, you, I fucking heard you drinking in the middle of the night. <laughs> That is a brutal yeah, sport, man. Yeah. Brutal sport. But do you know, um, just out of curiosity, I just happened, I was looking up some stuff today about you, but the acceptance rate for West Point, do you know what it is? Take a guess. Now, I should know this. I think this was 2021 or 2022 I saw, the most recent one. 
Not even close. 10.7% is the So that rate. many people apply and only 10% 10.7% is the acceptance wow. rate. Or was in 2021, I think was the... Wow. That is crazy. I'm a little embarrassed because I just sat on at a, a nominations board for Service Academy, so I should know. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> pretty incredible, though. That, and you said you got accepted to three of them. No, so I got recruited to all three Service uh, Academy. Okay. I ended up applying just to West Point. I gotcha. Okay. But um, that whole process, you have to get either a congressman, senator, vice president, president nomination on top of being accepted into the academy. Oh, wow. So, um... It, when I sat on for my district down in Florida on the nomination board for the different service academies and to provide my recommendation to my congresswoman, it reminded me of mine way back in the day. And I told her, uh, one of the staffers on my congresswoman back in, that must have been 05, made me cry during the nomination like interview. Really? And to this day, like, I can still remember. I can't remember, like, what specific question they asked, but it was something about academics. Mm. I was like, oh, I'll be able to do just fine yeah. at West Point, clearly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A little foreshadowing. <laughs> Does the sports aspect of it just kind of take over? Because, I mean, you were on a winning team, right? You you, you, you guys had a, a really good team. I, I'm, I'm asking Frankie as well, because uh, uh, obviously well, you were at Clarion, you were wrestling. I, I mean, mean, I just seen something... Uh, was like uh, something on some wrestling page talking about you want to wrestle D1 it's like you better be prepared to travel weekly maybe take flights weekly drive buses uh, miss classes have to make up tests on top of training two three times a day on top of cutting weight on top of all that stuff and the same thing with volleyball you know you guys are working out pushing it Probably two a days traveling this and that, and then you have to worry about your academics on top of all that. That's it's, tough. A, it's, it's a full time so job. As a guy, more so, yeah, as a guy that was not an elite athlete or didn't go to you know any uh, really well known schools, um, I thought they kind of gave you a little pass on academics if you were a standout athlete. Not so much. No. Mm. no. I mean, like, I, I, like some in some maybe, places, maybe least, give you like a tutor or something. Well, no? they could, they would, they would do that. You know, they'll give you a tutor if you yeah. you know you see, seek it out, but. And I think West Point, they offered like what they call additional instruction. So you could go in and see your teacher, but it also depended on if you liked your teacher. I right. had one my freshman year who the one time I went in to see him because I missed so much class in that one subject, he made me feel like I was like the dumbest person on the planet. Mm, and really? I'm not. But... Then when parents came for like freshman weekend, he told my parents, she never comes in for tutoring or additional instruction. Mm. So why would I go? Yeah, you treat me like that. Yeah. yeah. You make me feel so stupid. Like, yeah. I, I can go sit in my room and feel just that way and right. all this stuff right. myself. But. I've never been to it as far as inside of it, but I've passed it on boat in the Hudson, and that is a absolutely stunning, beautiful school. Um, do you ever do any, uh, I know this is totally off off subject, but uh, Bear Mountain's right there. You ever, you ever go hiking up there? I, I take the kids up there once in a while. It's beautiful. That overlook, and there's a, you know, you're, you're a vet, the Veterans Monument up on, I think it's called Thorn Trail. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I believe that's the one that actually someone that worked at West Point, their son did for his Eagle Scout project. Okay. I think. Yep. Um, but we did, while I was stationed back up there, so. I graduated in 2010, and then my final assignment in the Army was actually back up at West Point as Director of Operations for Volleyball. Right, yeah, I saw that. Yep, saw that. Um, so, during that time, I did hike Bear yep. Mountain. more. I 
It's some of the most beautiful scenery anywhere, in my opinion, of the United States. I mean, just that that look out over the Hudson up on those cliffs is just absolutely stunning. You know, you can see all the way to the city. And that's one know? of the things I miss about being up here mm -hmm. compared to, I mean, you can go hiking in Florida, but mm -hmm. it's not the not same. Not the same, yeah. 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 Well, red state, blue state, I don't know. It's <laughs> you got to take the pros with the cons, I guess. Yeah. Um, do you do you like living in Florida though? All, all in all, I mean that's that's got to be you got a great governor down there, right? I do. He he is a good governor. I think he needs to stay governor. Agreed. Yeah. So Agreed. I don't. I, president right now. I, I I like none of these people. I mean, you watch it. I mean, you see the see the polling. When do these people like? All right, let's pack it in. Like they're asking for money from other from more people, right? They're constantly asking for money. They are, and at least one realized he's polling. He's not polling very well. Right. He's decided. Mm -hmm. Oh hey, I'm gonna suspend my campaign, but the other ones, I think they're living in an alternate reality. Mm. Yeah. Do you think people on their team are telling them stuff that's not true? You know, or like, or guess, or, or the people on their team are like, hey, or, hang on, if, if these people on their team are like, pack it in. No, they're not gonna say pack it in because they got a job for it. <laughs> I mean, as soon as they pack it in, is people don't have a job. Or do they think something? We talked about this a little bit in, in DM. Do they think something is gonna happen to Trump? Mm. They think mm. either he's going away Dude. or something even more, maybe unaliving may happen there, and they think. Well, oh, I mean, the... they're definitely doing everything. They're throwing everything at at, at him to make him not, you know, be. Do you think? Do you think he physically makes it to twenty twenty four? Oh, for sure. You do. Yeah. I hope so. I mean, yeah. I, I, you know. And what? I think with every indictment that he gets, you see more and more people that were on the left. Oh yeah, like, yeah. coming over. What is he saying? Like something he's saying is true. If mm -hmm. they're going after him, this hard. So I just saw, I don't know, I forget the guy's name, but I just saw it today. It was like a billion billionaire, big donor to the DNC, just just jumped over to the Trump train. He said, you know, listen, I'm not a fan of his, you know, his antics. I'm not a fan, of, but, you know, you cannot argue with the Trump policy and what it did, you know, so. There have been a few Ron DeSantis <clears throat> donors that are like, oh, I see this circling the train. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. I'm going to go. Yeah. Move over, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's hard to say that he's not going to be the one to get the the nomination. You know, I mean, I, I don't see how it could go any other way. But you know, there are guys out there that I like. I mean, RFK is a guy. Can we, let's talk about that for a minute. Did you see Dana White on uh, Theo Vaughn's Vaughn, yeah, podcast? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, well, let's start with Dana White first. He was talking about um, how he had posted on his personal account, not the UFC mm -hmm. personal account, some some something uh, with Trump, just with something Trump. with Trump. I don't know if it was a campaign ad yeah. or just something with Trump. I think and sponsors of the UFC. You yeah. know, this is on his personal page. Sponsors of UFC immediately reached out and said he's got to take that down. Now this is on his personal platform. And and Dana White, you got to give this guy credit. I I love the dude. You know, love him or hate him. Um, obviously, he says what he always says, get fucked, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Theo Vaughn chimes in. Theo's pretty middle, I would say, pretty evenly keeled fellow. But he's he said, a, he, he, no, all these evenly keeled people are people of common sense. That's what he is. Common sense, fair enough, yeah. fair enough. But right? he, he said essentially the same thing. He's like, listen, I interviewed RFK, you know, we didn't weigh in too heavy. We just nice guy, you know, I've known him, said I've known him for 10 years personally. Had him on the show and sponsors immediately called and said, yeah, "Take you know, that episode what, you know down." What, what sponsor? Uh, I think it was Peloton. Peloton. Yeah. Dana said, "Fucking Peloton." <laughs> yeah. Peloton's like, "I'm telling everybody on my team to throw all the Pelotons out the fucking in the garbage." Yeah. <laughs> but how you know we laugh and we joke, but how crazy is that for an? We live in the greatest country in the world where speech is supposed to be free but it's not no more didn't someone, nobody didn't was someone saying, just go to jail for saying something posting something on social media about hillary clinton yeah, 
well, for me. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. how the fuck. What? Like what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that I saw Doyle uh, Tucker just interviewed him. Mm. You know. Oh. Very, very unique personality, that, that oh. guy. Uh, he said he had a very Vermont personality. Did you watch that interview? But anyway, um, yeah, he essentially posted a meme, which he didn't create. He called, It was like a copy and paste. Oh, wow. Essentially, even, text even, this even. number. If you're not able to get out and vote, text this number. Well, they waited. That was in 16. They waited till what was it, 2020, 2020, 2021, before they came. It was two weeks after Biden got in. They came after him, basically. And got, wow. Yeah. Insanity, you know. But what, what do you mean? What was what was text this? What was it? What it was a meme that he posted that right. essentially said to vote for Hillary, text this number, and it was a fake number. You know, that's what I mean? that was it. It was a joke. You know, he, uh, it was. So a, then, how did they go? Someone going to jail for that? He, he he's I don't believe has been sentenced yet, has he? I believe but he's yeah. facing jail time. Oh, he has been sentenced. Yeah. How but, much time did he but get? What's you know? the justification there? They're trying to say that there was it was voters, to voters. overthrow the election essentially. Voter suppression. The number didn't lead to a really a yeah. vote thing. Right. Come on, dude. Right. It was it was done on a made up you know fake Instagram account mm. that was satire. It was right, satire. Right, right, you know what wow. I mean? It was. It wasn't like there's. Isn't there like so much more like, stuff out there yeah. that they could probably go go after? Yeah. How about uh, I'd like to see Wanda and Bridgeport be uh, behind bars? Did you guys see that? No. Uh-uh. The Bridgeport. I'm not uh, familiar. The mayor election. She stuffed the ballot box. And she kept going back, like there were cameras looking at the ballot box, and she went at 11 p.m., I want to say like 5 a.m., 7 a.m. No way. Wow. Stuffing ballots into the ballot Didn't box. Didn't CNN just inadvertently catch somebody stuffing a ballot mm-hmm. box? Yeah. For, yeah. It's for a local election, I believe, right? It wasn't for, yeah. And uh, they just inadvertently caught it, like, on camera that they weren't trying to get on camera. And then they yeah. turned, like, the camera really quickly. Right, right. For yeah. the one in Bridgeport, the, it was two Democrats running against each other, and the other Democrat filed a lawsuit and actually won so they overturned that election wow and have to do another election wow wow now like didn't they say what was the one in arizona carry lake is that election is still up to dispute yeah there's still lawsuits pending for that mm. election and actually uh abe Pomaday, who ran for attorney general mm. i believe he lost lost by like 300 votes um so he has lawsuits he just filed another lawsuit last week oh. too and he's actually running so, again for Congress. And Blake Masters, who ran for Senate, decided after Abe announced that he's going to run in the same district for Congress. Really? Like, he, so, like, yeah. Wow. There's, I don't feel like there's support for um, Blake Masters in Arizona, just how he so quickly gave up in the Senate election. Mm-hmm. But, well, that happened here. Chitterelli just yeah. walked away. It was neck and neck. We everybody went to bed, kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah, he was up. One. We he woke went, up. He yeah. was like, "Nope, he lost." And it was like, "Hey guys, and, and, and I'm I, gonna fight this," and you never heard from him again. Right. Now he's running again, isn't he? Didn't I see commercials for him? Well, yeah, him and um, I think uh, Spady is gonna mm-hmm. run. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll vote yeah. for Bill Spady. I, I I don't agree with all his politics, but he's he's like the voice of New Jersey. I mean, he's pretty well versed in what goes mm-hmm. on here. Most of the time, he falls on my side of the aisle. I like him. Um, something about Chitterelli after that last one, I, 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 he went away too easy. You, you cannot say that about Carrie Lake. She's still in the yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah. She's right, still. Right. She's a. There's a dog in her. But like you know, all the okay, these these people are getting getting caught for stuff in the ballots. But like, what? Who, how are they being held accountable? Like, how are we making sure? This, it just it seems to happen. It's happening more frequently. How do we make it happen less frequently? I mean, lawsuits and the fact that 
the one in Bridgeport, and it was two Democrats. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that that got overturned, you know, we need to keep fighting if it continues. And we know it's going to continue. We right. know it happened in 2020. It happened in 2022. Mm-hmm. You know, keep... Can you get fair judges, though? That's the issue. Doesn't that seem to be the issue? It does. I think you just need to keep putting pressure, mm-hmm. like, legally on it. And right. then, you know, if you cave or give in, right. then it's going to keep happening. Yeah. 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 But I know that's not, like, the answer everyone well, wants to hear. Case, but well, I Trump mean, now that's yeah. in New York, he's not caving, man. Mm-mm. He is fighting back and from, you know, just what tidbits I get on the news, it looks like, you know, this is pretty much a, a, a case that should be thrown out at this point, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, so what's next? What are they gonna? How are they gonna get them next? That's why I say. I mean, I hate to say it, but you, they've done everything. There's only really one thing left. You know, no, there's gonna be another yeah. another shooting. There's gonna be like, dude, it's about to get crazy, right? Come on, let's be real. Well, I mean, listen, we, we were just talking year. about. You one just year. said, what can we do, right, for the next election? I mean, I I, I think we, <clears throat> excuse me, I think we both thought the same thing. We thought they were bringing COVID back mm-hmm. to once again mm-hmm. do mail-in ballots mm-hmm. and all that sort of jazz and. You know, the more well, then then people are saying with World War Three, right? If, if is that is this true? Okay, is this true? If there's a war time, there's still elections, right? In war time, mm-hmm. during Civil War, there were elections, mm-hmm. right? World War Two, so there wouldn't there would always, there would always be elections. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, especially, yeah. but mail-in ballots, especially that, yeah. with a World War, you have military mail-in ballots. We saw it in Georgia; they found military mail-in ballots after the election that were never counted. Mm. So. That'd be another way because you have all of those service members right, right. over Overseas, there that, yeah. you know, this to me, this is a little surreal. It's kind of for one that I get to sit down here with. I, I hate to toot this guy's horn because he's got a big head already, but I sit down here with my my hero every day and I get to do a podcast, which is very cool. Not every day, but every Tuesday. Um, but secondly, you know, I'm just a dude that was dated a girl on a reality show. Never did I think in a million years I'd be interviewing Maureen Bannon, Maureen Bannon, rather. But. You know, I sit down here, and uh, I never thought I would ever be political in any way, or have any voice, or ever wanted to be. Where we admit all the time, we're two idiots in basement. We don't we don't follow politics that close. But COVID happened, right? And you had no choice but to pay attention. I mean, you literally had no choice. Mostly because it affected us, it impacted us, it impacted our jobs, it impacted livelihoods, it impacted business, but it impacted our kids. Mm. You know what I mean? We're both parents, so you had no choice but to pay attention and then the only way to pay attention is to pick and choose where you get your news from right and you, and you started learning that not all not all news is real right mm-hmm. and then uh you try to decipher what is and what isn't and i think you know we take a tremendous amount of shit down here frankie and i all the time a lot from our sound bites and stuff that that our you know our producers pull but uh, the biggest thing that we say all the time is who knows what to believe we don't yeah. know what to believe it's tough. You know what I mean? We have no idea. Even, like, you know, foreign affairs, what's going on right now in Gaza. And, like, you know, it seems simplistic if you have if you're, if you're have family there, if you have, you know. But, but as outsiders that, that only have access to mainstream news, don't have, we don't have family over there, it's very hard to decipher exactly what is going on, who's in the right, because of, of the mistrust that we have. Yeah. For the for the mainstream media, you know, which is completely and any killing is wrong. Let's just say that. Yeah. Any, no, any killing on either side, you know. But just for us to say, Team Israel or Team Palestine, we don't do that because I don't know what to fucking believe, you know. And I think, and I'll, I'll toot War Room's horn, that War Room we try and give the most 
up-to-date and the honest news mm-hmm. that we can. And we have, that's why from what's going on in Israel, we've had people that are over in Israel, that have family over in Israel, mm-hmm. that can provide like up-to-date information and realistic and honest information. And with regards to COVID or anything going on in politics, we try and have guests on that have a grasp on all those different things so we can provide our audience the most truthful news out there. Do you wanna know why I believe that? You wanna know why? Mm -hmm. Because if you Google, just do a search of War Room, Steve Bannon, the first 12 things that pop up say, War Room, disinformation, War Room. So I tend to believe it's probably fucking real. Yeah, yeah. I forget what mainstream (laughs) media outlet said that we were like the number one source of misinformation or disinformation. Mainstream media. Literally, I'm not lying. Pull the just just Google Steve Bannon's War Room and read the top five, you know, headlines that pop up. I bet the word disinformation is at least the top five. It's crazy. No, it's Reuters. That's the best one, bro. Yeah, is that right? And no, the, fa- and the fact that like MSNBC, CNN, they usually have a meltdown and somehow bring up War Room. These are the in, ones in that, their by shows the way, in the morning, like oh, ones... Steve Bannon, like on him on his yeah. like crazy main or uh, podcast. <laughs> These are the ones that Photoshop CNN, right? I believe. Am I, do I have that right? Photoshopped um, Joe Rogan, like literally with oh, an yeah, orange yeah. or yellowish tint to him, right. saying that he poisoned himself with horse tranquilizer, right? I horse think so. Dewormer. Horse dewormer. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got there? What do you got? Top five, top ten? How many say disinformation? Uh, we got Steve Bannon's war room footage shows spread of conspiracy theories. That's one. <laughs> uh, Steve Bannon's popular podcast is a dangerous fantasy land of election lies. There's two. Steve Bannon's podcast is top misinformation spreader, There's study says. Three. That's crazy, though. Uh, this is crazy. Because, I mean, listen, if you don't know, yep. right, you're not in the know, you're just a normal person, your first time you're logging on, first time hearing about the war room, you look it up, you're going to be like, oh, wow, this shit's no good. That's what's crazy. That's, what's, that's the bad thing is, like, the people that are in control are not letting the real word be out, mm-hmm. and that's scary. And it's happening in our, our colleges, too, because the people that, that are like-minded like us, they're, like, I, I don't know how, it wasn't that bad <clears throat> when we were in college as much. Yeah. But, like, if you speak, if these people speak out, they're going to get not as good as grades as the people that speak the narrative that they they, they agree with. So they're going to yeah. get pushed in, in bit, bit higher positions in jobs, in better positions in the government. And we're just going to get left behind. Of course. Right? I mean, but it's kind of scary I'm, to look I'm at that I'm kind of taking way. a page out of Dana White's fucking stand-up because they can't do yeah. it with everybody. And your dad is sort of but, the poster child for that, no? Yeah. But with the didn't the UFC just come out and have Bud Light as one of their sponsors? True. That I'm, is ju- true. I'm just, that is true. That I'm is just yeah. pointing Dana that out. Care. So like, Dana don't care. Dana don't care. <laughs> Money's green. Yeah. <laughs> Money's green. Yeah. I mean, it, but may, maybe uh, trying to help listen, out Bud Light listen. since they're in the tank. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm sure. That, that, that that's was, probably the that best was a thing strategy Bud by Bud Light. But did you hear, what, sure. did you hear Strick, Strickland was like, oh, Bud Light's going to love me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. fucking goes after the trans Dude has no filter at all. He has no filter. Yeah. But he doesn't get. He's a Dana White. If you don't give a fuck, there's only so much they can do to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kid Rock said, "You know, I I can't be canceled. I'm mm-hmm. uncancelable." Kid you know? Rock built the White House. Yeah. Did you know that? In, a, in his backyard. He Literally built a, an uh, exact like, replica. A, a replica of the White House. Yeah. White House. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you see them at the UFC? Yeah. Trump walks out. Mm-hmm. Kid Rock's to his right. Tucker's right behind yeah, him. Yeah. Dana yeah. White's right next to him. I mean, the and, fucking police went nuts. And all these, all these DeSantis supporters are trying to cancel Tucker be- oh, I know, for being in the same Trump, like vicinity yeah. as Trump. That's crazy. I don't get it, man. I mean, DeSantis is a, listen, well, a remarkable it? governor, right? But like, you're only hurting 
the guy that's going to get the nod. You're only hurting his chances, you know? And maybe your future chances, too. And your future chances, possibly. You well, know? You, you hear the rumor that, that about Tucker being uh, Trump's running mate. He's like, I don't know. I do like him. I yeah. do like him. <laughs> you know what hurt DeSantis the most for me, personally? What, the boots? No, no. <laughs> they, had, they asked him about the boots. They, they asked him about the boots. No, um, when they were doing the, uh, the um, debate. Right. Oh, and he asked, he said, asked would who you? would support Trump. And he, well, he looked, if he, he looked around, around and said, oh, and then Vivek <laughs> immediately went like yeah, this. Yeah. DeSantis looks around and goes, yeah, no, no, but DeSantis went <laughs> like one of these. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, this indecisiveness, I can't get down. And I like him. I loved him as a governor. I just, yeah. you know, uh, I'm not. I'll I'm tell not. you, Vivek is, uh, is Bro, fun, I, fun, fun to, uh, to follow along. Here's, here's my issue with Vivek, right? Not him personally, just people like him in general, right? He's he's a he's an he's Obama ish. He's an eloquent speaker, eloquent. He's he's and I want to get behind everything he says. He plagiarizes un- Obama. I know, <laughs> he, I know. Did, he did. He's unproven, right? He's unproven. There's only one guy, in my opinion, that's proven that actually. You know, let's just talk about Obama for example, right? He ran on the premise that he's going to pull us out of Afghanistan, Iraq, right? We were there for eight years after he got in. That was a big part of his campaign. So it was just smooth talking. And, and, and it wasn't done. I'm scared that Vivek is a smooth talker, mm. but doesn't get stuff done. Trump He's got Trump all, yeah. done. He's, He's saying all the right all the things. Stuff, all yeah. the right things that Trump supporters would be like, oh, right. he said that. Mm, right. So if... Which I don't think. I think Trump will get the nomination, but I think yeah. that he's doing it like, oh, if he doesn't get the nomination, then saying, I've gotten they, all of his supporters. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Do guys like Vivek see something we don't see? Like, they, well, or I was wondering, it's now, possible that Trump does get, or, oh, or I think he's honestly, and this is just my opinion, not War Room's opinion, <laughs> <laughs> that I think that he's vying for a. of Trump you're going to be following his lead mm-hmm. so all the talking points you can he actually have, put to put to in action right we talked about prove right being being proven which in my opinion Trump proved he made everything better better economy like all around we weren't in any wars in the four years he was in yeah. right so if Vivek let's say he gets that nod he becomes a vice president he's proving himself in that position then maybe I would vote for him for president yeah, yeah. you know that's probably a good shoot, a good idea for. That's what I mean. You would think DeSantis would have been like, "Hey, let's let's team up here." I know. You know, I didn't see the support there. Or maybe you have it this time around. I'll take it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. in twenty twenty eight. But that's not. I don't that's not, that's not what he did. I don't now they, know who's yeah. in his ear, yeah. but I think they're hurting him. I, I, you know, he was such a beloved guy as governor for for half the country. Let's say right. Um. And I, I don't think he uh, increased those numbers at all by, by running. Do you? Mm-mm. No. Not if anything, he hurt himself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we, we were talking about um, speaking up, and, and your dad's always been the guy to do that, but they came for your dad, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they came for him, and I think the charge was contempt of Congress. Is that mm-hmm. what they officially <laughs> charged it? And that was yeah. over January 6th, right? Mm-hmm. They, so they, they subpoenaed him for January 6th. They did. And he refused to... Mm-hmm. He So they subpoenaed him to testify before the <laughs> January 6th Select Committee, or as he calls it, the Unselect Committee. Um, but he did not go testify before the committee so the house voted him voted to hold him in contempt he was found in contempt of congress and it went to trial in dc 
which you know that that's not going to be a, an unbiased jury. Right, right. Um, he was found guilty in in court last July, so not this past July, this July before, um, and then he was sentenced last fall to two months per charge to be served concurrently, which mainstream media puts four months they total. Mm-hmm. They suspended but, it though, right? No, so, uh, well. Well, they didn't. Pending appeal, and uh, he, his appeal went before the appellate court uh, on Thursday, this past Thursday. Uh, okay. So we, we haven't heard the results of that yet. But gotcha. Gotcha. if they decide to keep the um, the sentence, then it will go up to the Supreme Court. Wow. Gotcha. Yeah, well, I'm sure, uh, yeah, that's got to be some stressful times there mm-hmm. I would and, imagine. and then um he also has a court case in new york too so oh mm-hmm. yeah the, probably the two worst places you could yeah. be tried as, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah right wow. Mm-hmm. wow but you know you're doing something right when they're coming after you yeah yeah, yeah. like uh they're not coming after him they're coming after us right he's mm-hmm. just in the way you mm-hmm. know right? just like trump yeah, said yeah 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 it's uh that's a scary position to be in when you're just trying to uh, inform people, you know, of your side or maybe the truth, and then they try to shut you down that way. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that they can they can do that. Who's the other guy? I forget his name. Um, they just jailed him too, uh, and I forget his charges. Uh, he, for for January sixth as well for contempt I, of con. I don't. I no. I'm not sure. Oh. Um, because I was going to say, that's Peter what? Navarro. <laughs> yes, I remember that as well. Uh, who uh, The frogs are gay. Cause they're, who, Alex Jones. Uh, Alex oh, Jones yeah. guy. Who, who's the guy that always does a podcast with him? What's his name? You know what I'm talking about? He's got the beard, young guy. I know who you're talking about. I can't remember his name. They just jailed him. Yeah. What's his name? Wait, he does it with Alex Jones? I don't he know. Does, mm-hmm. He's usually the guy out in the streets. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. You'll know his name once I say it. But uh, I believe they just jailed him. What, what, what was his charge, uh, Andrew? Do you know? I think he got like four months. For for what? Just being. I I, I forget. I, I shouldn't have brought it up without knowing the information. But unfortunately, <laughs> I opened that I opened that can of worms now. Well, didn't so. Alex Jones get? Oh, and uh, Schroyer. Yes, Schroyer. Yes. Yeah. What well, now? What was his charge, and, and what did he get? Didn't Alex Jones get like sued for like a trillion dollars? Well, that, yeah, well, that, San, that was Sandy, Sandy Hook. Hook. Yeah. Sandy Hook, mm-hmm. which I don't know how to feel about that. That's oh, he he went back and apologized. Yes. And everything. Right. I mean, he pled guilty uh, to illegally entering a restricted area on January sixth. Yeah, so it was January. So he helped create. Mm. Well, you just had that yeah. that um, veteran up here in Jersey that was hunted like a dog. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like NBC News, the local NBC News had a helicopter out there for that manhunt. But the prisoner that did like the Spider-Man yeah, up the yeah, side right, of the, right, the wall, yeah, you don't he even was out forever. You don't even get helicopters all over with that manhunt. Mm-hmm. Like you can see, you know, that there's two tiered justice system. Like yeah, it's yeah. not. No question yeah. about it. Yeah. And the fact that guy was a veteran too. Right, he was. Like, yeah, we had some buddies that were asked to go. They're in the law enforcement world, asked to go uh, be a part of that manhunt, yeah, and they, say they, any names, they declined. They, they declined. They said, "No, nah, we're not going to take part in that." You know? you know, his I think his 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 words were, you know, uh, we deal with trespassing all the time. If I ever use those resources to go after a trespasser, I'd be fired on the spot. But look mm-hmm. at the resources they've used to go get mm-hmm. this one man, right, for you know exercising. 
you know, arguably, but he was. I guess he like dropped. He dropped the gun now or something. I did see that. Yep. Which yeah. obviously not a good move there. I'm, no, not, yeah. I'm not justifying yeah. that. You know. But uh, well, I mean, is he just but, careless or what? Who knows? But I'm being probably scared. But, but, yeah, probably being scared. Hunting, probably yeah. scared. Yeah. And then, I mean, what are you guilty of? Picking up pepper spray and yeah. spraying it at police officers on January 6th? I think that was his charge. I think they're trying you know i think it's clear what they're doing they're trying to make a very very strong statement because an example at all these people they mm -hmm. do not want to risk well i think too because we had um scott on right scott fairland, fairland. He, he was, was a january 6th one of the first guys but in. he he, took he literally a plea walked deal in right turned around and walked out but he took a plea deal pretty much yeah. that's yeah. why i think they didn't go after these people that they're going after i think said they pled not guilty and mm -hmm. they tried fighting it so he, I don't know if he's a smart guy to do that. He's a, he knew he knew what was what was ahead of him. So he just said, "I'll take the take the plea." He did two years, right? I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I think they're trying to strike fear. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like if we dr and draw it out so that but Matthew Perna, January sixer, committed suicide. That's a very in his... sad. Did you see his aunt speak at mm -hmm. the Senate hearing? Mm -hmm. It was one of the saddest things I ever saw uh, about the just sheer turmoil and terror that mm -hmm. he went through after that and how he couldn't deal with it so you know he decided to take his own life because it was just more he never thought in a million years he'd be facing any of that for supporting his president you mm -hmm. know did i see right though uh, that uh like f because of this the, the israel palestine conflict that some people stormed the, the, the capital they did they did yeah. it was um a pro-palestine March, March, yeah. But it, they were occupying the capital. Yeah, so those people going to mm -hmm. go go to jail no, for they, two years? Of course, of course. Yeah, <laughs> that's just so crazy, man. Not. How can how can people not see this and see you know the the hypocrisy in it? You know? It's a two tiered system of justice, mm -hmm. and, and if things don't change, we're all at risk. I mean, you know, we we I, I would say we're I won't speak for Frank. He gets mad when I speak for him on the conservative side of things. You know what I mean? But. Uh, you know, we, we, you deal with things in, in little amounts, you know. I mean, I'm pretty sure we're shadow banned on this show. Do you guys get that over there in the war oh, room? We do, especially on social media. Yeah, like, yeah. our Instagram at times is definitely shadow banned. Mm. Um, but that's why we we tell our audience to be force multipliers. So, like, they see a clip they like on Rumble or that we've shared on Instagram to share it themselves so that we can get the information out. Like, even if it isn't on our social media platforms, as long as the information there, is yeah. getting out there, sure. yeah. that's what we want. Yeah, and like like I said, you know, I, I probably should have started this podcast out by saying that never did Frank and I ever think we would be dabbling in politics. Mm. But COVID fucking happened, and yeah, what were you going to do? Sit back and act like it wasn't, and just be silent and not have an opinion on and, it? We have a microphone in front of us. I'm going to have an opinion. And I think that that know? that happened to a lot of people, and especially a lot of parents, because mm. they saw what was happening not only to them but to their children. And that was like what we did to children. And I'm disgusting. not a parent, but what we did to children it's in this disgusting. country is disgusting. Yeah. Like yeah. we've set them back so far. Oh, and the fact that the left still thinks it's okay. Yeah. is just ridiculous. They don't, I don't think they do think it's okay because, you know, we talk about a two tiered system. You had Gavin Newsom that was preaching up on, you know, behind his podium, preaching about wearing masks and not going out in public. And they caught him at a, you know, thousand mm -hmm. dollar a plate French restaurant. Mm -hmm. With twelve people wearing no mask, uh, who was the uh, who was the CNN anchor? They caught leaving his house after he Chris was supposed Cuomo. to be Chris Cuomo, Cuomo yeah, was supposed yeah. to be on lockdown. Yeah. He left his house on bicycle or driving by his house, called him out. You know, I mean, it's a, it's always a two tiered system. Mm. His, his brother 
with all the um, sexual the, harassment. Well, that uh, and all the uh, elderly yeah. and the nursing right. homes. The nurse, you, know, yeah. you know, more yeah. died in New Jersey in, the, in nursing homes than, than New York. I New Jersey, I think, people per capita is the most deaths in the world. And they want to get, and they talk like, oh, Governor Murphy did such a good job. With what? <laughs> With what? Yeah. They find, you know, they, they, find, fi- they, they find, find your dad in contempt, but you get guys like, like Mayorkas up there, right? That refuses to answer a question. Just flat out refuses. Why isn't that contempt? The man has never answered one question they've ever asked him. Um, it should be, and also with the senior military officials, that especially disgusts me when they don't even hold them accountable for mm-hmm. what happened that botch withdrawal out of mm-hmm. Afghanistan. Yes. Like you're gonna hold people in contempt or come after them because they're speaking the truth, but we're not gonna hold people on the left accountable right. for de- for deaths yeah. or for what has happened. To, to this country we have what t- i think 10 million illegal aliens in this country yeah, right now yeah yeah what's up guys make sure you find and follow us on rumble we're really trying to push the rumble it's got a great platform i think you really like us on there at champion and tramp make sure you follow us let's get ready to rumble oh. young man rumble this uh many of them military age men it's kind of mm-hmm, scary especially mm-hmm. what's going on on foreign soil Kind of scary because, yeah. you know, I think a lot of people think southern border, we've just got, you know, Mexican people coming in. It's not. It's people from all over the world mm-hmm. just using that as an access point. And we can't account you know? for terrorists that we've allowed mm-hmm. Correct. to come across the southern border. That's so, that, like, all the terrorists I, over the – we're talking about terrorist attacks overseas. We need to worry about it in our own country. Yeah. Mayorkas takes zero, respons- zero, mm-hmm. zero responsibility for that. Says he's managing it well. Not managing it at all. At all. There's well, no I bet, I bet you if you ask Kamala Harris where the southern border is, she'd point <laughs> probably to California, <laughs> out west, that border. You know, and to, to our haters that, that, that obviously, you know, see things differently, that we're the land of the free and all this, you, you couldn't, I couldn't do that to a, in any other country. I could not just act like there wasn't a border there and merrily walk over and plant myself down. You can't do it anywhere. Why should you be allowed to do it here? Makes no sense. We shouldn't be able to. Makes no sense whatsoever. Gavin Newsom thinks walls work, so clearly yeah, <laughs> the right? wall yeah. on the southern border needs to continue. Yeah. Well, aren't they trying to put it, finish it now or something? Now they're saying a part of it, a piece yeah. of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And she said, "Do you see the uh, uh, Jean Pierre said? Uh, mm-hmm. Well, it's the law because they said, well, why are you finishing that? It's the law. It's, oh, it's, it's been the, the law. It's been the law. Mm-hmm. You know." It's crazy. It, it's crazy like I don't know these press right the press secretaries mm-hmm. yeah. they don't like they, they just say whatever the hell they want yeah there's yeah, no they, no truth in anything they, just, they say they just tried to pass an order right? I think to knock her uh her salary down to a dollar because she's been <laughs> caught in so many right it never passes they do all these no, things yeah. you're always like yeah that sounds cool and it never happens so we've just given up I always say me and Frankie hates when I include him I've given up on it because I used to be you know I used to think my side of the aisle was getting things done no i think they're most of them are in cahoots with each other i really do i think they just you know have talking points that sound good but nothing when has anybody we have a crazy friend our friend jesse that comes on the podcast one he's quite a conspiracy theorist really good human being yeah in the in the uh in the in the heart of it i guess but uh he he predicts these things like you know People are gonna pay. There's gonna be, and we. I keep saying, when, when, when. when? No, he when's says. It gonna the, he says the 2024 election is not gonna happen. He does. He's, that, yeah. he's 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 a little nuts. Yeah. Well, he thinks it's gonna be military tribunals, and, and we're and yeah, Frankie and I are yeah, always like, yeah. when, bro? You've been saying it for four years yeah. now. 
yeah. you know? <laughs> well, I think the being held accountable is going to happen in 2024. Well, well technically yeah. 2025 when President Trump enters back into mm -hmm. the White House, people will start being held accountable. Mm -hmm. But I know we want it now. Yeah. And, like, what are these next, what, 12 months going to be like? Could you hear Tim? We talked about it last time, but Tim Kennedy could scare the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. You know? That's a guy that should, I mean, I don't think he has any desire to be in that position or even a political figure. I think he's very happy doing what he's doing. But there's a guy that I would get behind in a minute. Yeah. In a minute. Because he's been there, done that, served. You know, most of our political leaders never actually did anything heroic yeah. ever in their life. Not one heroic thing ever. Mm. Yet they send men and women to die like it's nothing. You know, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. You guys seem to be much more. I hate to be morbid, uh, but I. I, I what are we talking about the, the suicide documentary no, again? No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. I just don't think they're going to let Trump make it to 2024. Mm. He's going so. to Golden Gate Bridge? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to make <laughs> it look know. like he jumped. The only way. I, yeah, I, they would have. Like, how, how would that. He's got to be so guarded. Yeah. He's got to be so guarded. Mm hmm. Yeah, well, maybe maybe a plane mechanic does a little wrenchy wrench or something. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to be the optimistic one. I know he's going to make it to yeah. 2024. I like <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll stop being the pessimist. I, I pray because we're doomed if not. So how often do you guys tape? So we do our show live, and it's Monday through Saturday, um, 10 to noon. And then – so that's Monday through Saturday – and then Monday through Friday, it's also five to seven. So four hours a day, wow. two, Monday th he, he Monday two, through Friday. Two shows? Te technically three. So oh, wow. um, the morning show, it's two hours, but it's one show. And then the evening show, five to six, is one show on um, one network. So the morning show and that evening show are on Real America's Voice. And then the six to seven is on Lindell TV. So Mike Lindell, uh, the My Pillow yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they're that, coming um, after him mm -hmm. now too. Oh, boy. Yeah. they are coming after him. He, uh, I saw he had to drop his attorneys mm -hmm. because they, they had, didn't they basically freeze all his assets and funds essentially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they've gone after him so much that he couldn't mm -hmm. he couldn't afford to pay the lawyers and keep the right. factory open. Right. So wow. it was his employees or his lawyers, right. and he's he's like, I'm gonna keep my employees, right. not. Wow. Mm -hmm. So he had to drop those lawyers that he had, but um, yeah. So for being on four hours a day five days a week wow. a and lot. then two hours on saturday there's like two hours per every hour that we're on of research or like background information mm -hmm. we're getting and mm -hmm. things like that lining up guests so it's definitely a what, long, what, is, what, is, what, what is your role in that are you kind of diverse in all of it you so technically i'm the ceo of the company so i, I like, this girl <laughs> so i do like all the business side and with our sponsors and different companies that we work with but i also if my dad sees someone that he wants on the show i'll reach out to them along with our production team but i'll also reach out to them um if it's someone i know then it's easier for me to do it because mm -hmm. i already have that connection but um yeah so i do a lot of that stuff and then networking i'll go to different events my dad can't always go to every single event he gets invited to so usually people see me and he'll tell uh the audience on the show he'll be like oh a bannon's going so they think they're getting him and then i show up and they're like oh not the one i wanted but 
That's cool. That's great. You start doing that with Centino to some of your phone. Yeah, yeah, you know, sure, right. Some of your speaking events. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. But you you enjoy you enjoy enjoy doing doing this. I do, stuff. I do. And then um, when we go to different conferences, so like Turning Point has their big conferences, mm-hmm. and then um, CPAC has yeah, okay. a big one. And I do like all the logistics stuff on top of that for wow. our entire team, mm-hmm. and trying to get everyone from like point A to point B it can sometimes be frustrating. Yeah. But I was a logistics officer in the army, so okay. it's so, yeah, something kinda... that I'm strong at. Right. So. Yeah. Um, I, my dad did tell me, I think, over the summer when we were in an event that people told him I need to chill. I'm like, I'm your daughter. I don't know what that word yeah, means. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Speed, but, right? mm-hmm. but I, I do love what I do. Um, you know, it has its moments where it can test you, but yeah. I, I love it. I couldn't imagine doing any anything else. But when I got out of the army, I actually wanted to go to nursing school. I wanted to be a NICU wow. nurse. Oh, wow. Um, and... The, there were some things, you know, going on that I was like, oh, I'll put nursing on the back burner. Um, and then COVID hit. And I was like, well, maybe I still want to go to nursing school. So I applied and I actually I applied to two accelerated programs and I got denied admissions to those accelerated programs because of my undergrad GPA from West Point. They said yeah. that I wasn't an ideal candidate. I'm like I went to West Point wow. and that was 10 years ago at this point that I graduated and I took nursing school prereqs in between. Nursing's not where I'm meant to be. Mm -hmm. And then I started going to events that my dad was speaking at. Just change your last name and reapply. You probably got right in. (laughs) That's actually, someone did say that. Like, do you think they denied admissions because of your last name? Like. Yeah, I mean, it's today's day and age. Who knows? I said, mm, I don't know. I actually applied for a job in between when I got out of the Army um, and working with War Room. And I made it to the second round of interviews. And then someone that was being interviewed on War Room bashed that company on our show. Mm. And I think that they, someone in their hiring department Googled and saw the connection wow. because I never got uh, a, a call about the third interview. Even Jeez. though I was told I made it to the third one, I never got a call to yeah, set it up. Wow. So That's grimy. Mm-hmm. Frankie but, was trying to be a fluffer in the gay porn industry, and the same thing happened to him. He made it to the third round. It's funny, you brought, up Mike Lindell. It's so funny you brought up Mike Lindell. The pillow. He's been waiting for a pillow to come out of a pillow that he could bite. That's what he wants. <laughs> Listen, we had to get one gay joke in. It wouldn't be... Wouldn't be. It wouldn't be the same if we didn't. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> we're like yeah. Do you ever, do you ever think to yourself, my life would just be easier if I just stayed out of politics? Because it certainly would be, right? You're you're on the wrong side of the aisle for getting any love. I, I think so, but I also am the type of person that I can't sit back mm-hmm. and like let watch things happen burns. and not yeah, and yeah. not voice my opinion. Sure. I mean, I am my father's daughter, there so I'm very opinionated. And Apple don't fall far it, it from does the not. tree, right? <laughs> it does not. So, like, sitting back and watching, you know, the country burn wasn't an option for me. But it is funny, like, when I decided not to go to nursing school, I was doing logistics because I needed to pay the bills. So I took a logistics job for a flooring company. Mm. And during COVID, they sent us home. We were working from home. And I would not get the vaccine 
and you were required to have the vaccine to go back into the office to work. Or you had to know had to have a note from your medical provider saying why you couldn't get it. Well, I had three allergic reactions to vaccines while I was in the yeah. army. So I'm like, I'm not getting it just right. based off of that, mm. despite my views on mm. it. Um, so because they couldn't fire me for that because HR approved the medical exactly. stuff from the doctor, that they tried to find any reason to fire me. And at that point, I saw the writing on the wall and I actually texted my dad and was like, OK, let's sit down. And we, um, my grandpa was still alive at that point. We sat down at his kitchen table and hashed out like me working with my dad. And he said, when I said, uh, you know, I'm finally ready to come work with you. Mm -hmm. He's like, what took you so long? Home team, baby. Home team. Like I just had to do it. He saw it years ago. He saw that potential, but I was like, politics is your thing. It's Mm -hmm. not my thing. I was still in the army at that point. You know, I had to come to it on my own. And I think it's like that with any any parent. Yeah. When you tell your child, they're like, no, I'm going to do it the hard way. You right. told me the easiest way to do it, you know, learning from lessons that you've done. Yeah. I was like, no, I want to do it the hard way. So I'm going to take the long way right. to get to this. Sometimes it's better when you learn your own way, mm-hmm. go your own route, learn from your own mistakes. I mean, it's, it's always a little less painful learning from someone else's mistakes, but sometimes you learn a little harder when they are your mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know? It's weird how that works, right? That that was the, the party of what the love and, and compassion that mm-hmm. said, fuck you, you can lose your job, you can't feed your children, we don't care, we're closing that. It's weird how they're very compassionate people. Mm, yeah, <laughs> right. Very. Yeah, no, we, uh, we were definitely not the vaccine type <laughs> you know? i was lucky being with dana white because he wasn't trying to he was like i don't know i'm not making anybody they tried doing it they tried they tried like saying oh you know did you get your vaccine this and that I'm like hell no yeah um and 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 again I, I have family members that got it not to knock anyone that's your personal decision mm-hmm. yeah that's your personal right. choice yeah. right. and i'm not i'm not in any way judging i'm not i, I have family members judging, that i I'm love a little bit that decided to get it <laughs> and 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 that's their that was their decision based on their body and their comorbidities and their research and everything uh, the 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 thing i had and i've listen i've put some bad things in my bodies over the years i de- my bodies my body over the years i definitely have but what was, was my name? choice yeah <laughs> it was the name i knew that was, yeah, that was good frank edgar uh little fella barely did any damage but anyway um my choice right when mm-hmm. they tell you you have to or we're going to ruin your life. That's a different thing. Mm-hmm. That's a different yeah. thing. Yeah. And I think above and beyond that, I mean, I think it's it's fair to say uh, we had a different view of vaccines for years now because of Nick Catone's story. I mean, mm-hmm. that changed our viewpoint on vaccines in general, right? And, uh, you know, I'm not even going to get into that story. You, you could simply just do a Google search of Nick Catone and his story. But certainly we, we had a, a different perspective even before COVID came around. You know what I mean? And highlighted it. You know? Highlighted it. But, yeah. but. It was the uh, really the the big factor was we're going to force you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be forced. Yeah. You know, so. And I think the COVID shot um, opened up people's eyes to vaccines in general sure. because now I think it's 72 doses that children get of vaccines before the age of 18. And we got like. like I think I got thirty. Yeah, nine. it's not. Yeah. It's not seventy-two different ones. It's the no, boosters. It's, yeah, seventy-two total. Yeah, if you look, if you look at the if you look at the CDC guidance, Correct. they'll break it down like by year right. and exactly. what dosage or what total. What is shot, seventy-two? It's yeah, seventy-two right. doses. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. That but like, 
Even is, within the first couple of days of a child's life, they yeah. get like four or five, yeah. Yeah. which it's f- they're not even f- ten pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been. And, and if you start putting pieces together, you can see it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a, a, a doctor or a scientist to realize it. You know. Well, mm-hmm. you just do comparisons to other countries. I mean, yeah. no other countries like that. No other country other than I believe what is it? Us in Canada is allowed to advertise New Zealand. New Zealand is allowed to advertise uh, us uh, in New uh, Zealand. Yeah, pharmaceuticals mm-hmm. on on television. I didn't mm-hmm. realize it was New Zealand. Okay, mm-hmm. I learned something today. Yeah, um, yeah look at the big. Don't brain. happen often. Look at the big brain on you. It don't happen often. <laughs> um, but only two countries in the world, and we're one of them. The greatest country in the world is one of them. That's it's crazy. It's absurd yeah. mm-hmm. for a trillion dollar industry that cannot be sued. Cannot be sued. Yep. Right? It's crazy. And that's what I mean. So. The, with the military having to take the vaccine or the shot um that that mandate it wasn't an fda approved right. shot yeah so now everyone that's injured every service member that was injured there's a loophole that's why they can't sue or go back mm. yeah right, that's why they're right. not getting disability is because of that loophole mm. so now you see veterans pushing for that were forced out either due to health issues because they took it or didn't take it and their jobs you know they got limited job options because of that they're fighting for that because so many people back them into a corner yeah i believe in new jersey there was a bunch of state troopers that took it to court i think it was maybe like 20 and that won i believe um and 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 what airline was it andrew could you look it up where where they 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 let them go they they, united united was it united yeah and they hired them all back yeah i mean how crazy is that how pissed would you be if you were one of the pilots i'm sure there were many that were like i really don't want to get this but I have to feed my family, and they got it. And you know, let's say they had some some issues from it, which many people did. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, some of them fatal, right? And, and uh, how much, how pissed are they right now that their their coworkers were hired back and never got it? And I believe with back pay. Yeah, I believe. in New York, I think that yeah. some of the people they got had to get hired back with back pay. Yeah. Probably extremely. Yeah, I would but, be. But I mean. I, I was talking with one of my friends because I got out of the army in 2019. So before all of this happened, mm, just in time, but right? if I had waited to get out, I'm like, they would have, I would have been one of the ones that were forcing out. Cause right. I wouldn't have gotten it, yeah. right. but like I can see all of my friends that, you know, felt backed into a corner because they have to provide for their families. Right, They're right. either the yeah, sole like, provider. And I, I get it. You know, I get it. Cause you know, you, you got to feed people. You're going to do what you got to mm-hmm. do. It, but it's it's evil that they make people do that. Mm-hmm. So, they know, say we didn't force you. That, what do you mean you didn't force me? I, if I it, if I didn't get it, I lose my job and my kids don't eat. That's you saying me. Yeah. You know? it's the hill I'll die on, right? It's mm-hmm. not really. That's not a fair statement because it's not just you. Mm-hmm. It's your family. You're yeah. taking care of a family. You know what I mean? So it's not the hill you're dying. There's it's lots of hill. There's lots of hills I would die on personally, but I got to feed my kids. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a tough one, and that that holds true for so many people out there that didn't want to cave. You know, and it's just, it's, it's, you know, again, that's coming from the the side of uh, compassion and love over there, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, what else you got for us, Franklin? Yeah, no. Uh, so, do you still play volleyball at all? So. You're going to go right to sports every time. Right? Occasionally. And I want to go back. This is a while ago that you asked me about Iraq, but about sports yeah. first. Um I play occasionally, but I think the last time like I really, really played was when I was working up at West Point. Just you know, while I was around the practice, yeah, just jump in there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I did go up for alumni weekend, 
probably the beginning of October. And I, I showed up towards the end of practice. So I started, you know, playing like setting because I was a setter. Oh, so okay. setting the, the ball. And then I wanted to pepper with one of the coaches, not realizing that they had had surgery, you know, a couple of months prior. So I like hit the ball full, as hard as I could. And then they were like, no, 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 oh, don't do shit. that. <laughs> That's great. But um, when I went back up there for my final assignment in the Army, I had just had hip surgery oh. in October. And I had to report up there the end of December, beginning uh, of January. This guy had hip mm -hmm. surgery a year or two ago. What'd you, do you have uh, a full partial? I, 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 had my, I, I had a hip resurfaced. So I had a torn labrum in my uh, left yeah, hip yeah. and had to have it repaired. But I forgot when I was playing one day with a couple of the players, I forgot that I had had hip surgery. Like, how do you forget yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I dove for the ball, and I realized, like, as I was diving, like, oh, my oh, God, shit. if I land on this hip, I'm yeah. going to destroy it. So I landed on my right hip. So now yeah, my good. right hip's all messed up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, injuries suck. This mm -hmm. guy is driven by suffering. He was—he's in his forties, and he was up at Rutgers today, uh, like going hard wrestling with like young college kids, and, and yeah. still taking it to him. He doesn't know the meaning. Of it. He loves to suffer. This guy yeah, gets up—gets up at seven in the morning and jumps in a cold punch. In the backyard. I do. I do. He's glutton for punishment. I was know? saying to him today, like you know, I, I consider myself a tough guy. I'm not—I'm not a prestigious athlete, but. I would do that not that long ago. I don't. I, you, I don't think you could pay me enough to get up at <laughs> seven a.m. and walk out in thirty degree weather. Uh, I've done it. I've done it. I don't know about the cold plunge, yeah. but I'm up working by there seven. There you go. <laughs> oh, I'm up, but I've done it with him a bunch. But it was the summer months. You know, it wasn't that bad. Oh, yeah. I come over after work. We're jumping in. It's still, you know, probably what thirty five degrees. But it's a nice day out. He yeah. gets up at 7 in the morning yeah. and goes and jumps in there. Yeah. In like 30-degree weather. I was complaining the other day when it got down to 50 in Florida. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how, how quickly I forget how cold it is in the rest <laughs> of the country. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're up here in the Northeast now. You get spoiled down there quick. Something I wanted mm -hmm. to mention to you guys, and I, I think you'll get a kick out of it. Um, and, and I know you're going to say, why the hell do you follow him? I'll tell you why. You know, trolling. We get trolled a fair amount. I'm sure you get trolled a fair amount. But you, the the most trolled page I've ever seen in my life is the official White House page. I follow <laughs> them just to read the comments. It is hysterical. You have to if you don't follow it, follow just the White it. House page. I think you just sent me some official on, White House yeah. page. If you just read the comments, I can't believe the comments are still on. I can't believe they allow those comments. Well, that's they, they're, they, they're fucking doxing. They're, they're, they usually turn them off. That's the thing. So I don't no, know why they're, they're back they're, on. They're, 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 you <laughs> they comment on them. They're, they're, they're finding out your address, your social security yeah, number, yeah, <laughs> everything. Yeah. Your firstborn. The IRS is auditing you the next week. I mean, the the White House is doing the same thing to service members. I don't know if you guys saw that that Instagram post from when Joe Biden was over in Israel with the Delta oh, Force oh, guys. Yeah. Didn't they didn't blur out or black out their faces. No way. Um, or their tattoos, like one of, um, one of a for well, not one of a former army chief warrant officer blacked out their faces, and then all these mainstream media what networks tried to take credit for it, like, oh, we blurted out or we put this black square over top of their faces, which they didn't. Right. I mean, he he didn't do the tattoos, which are pretty recognizable. Sure. Um, but at that point, it had been up for hours Security on the White risk, House. Yeah. Instagram page, Jeez. and then they said, "Oh, they took it down. They deleted it." But once it's on the internet, it's always it's there. there. Forever, yeah. When pe people screenshot it, that's how yeah. I saw it and everything else. But 
they tried to say, oh, sorry if it created any issues. You've now violated operational security and Uh, it, you can legally take action against that, but they they don't seem to think that like their families are going to be affected. We're talking about families, like the the security issue. Now you got to get them out of country. You got to make sure their families are okay back in the States. And the White House doesn't even think about that yeah. stuff. What's, what's maybe even possibly a bigger deal than that? Did you see uh, CNN had the uh, the um, reporter over there reporting live while Hamas is literally... No, you know, it was like CNN, MSNBC. They all had like reporters. I thought it was CNN, there. but maybe both. I've seen, a, I've seen like anyway, a bunch, yeah, supposedly, right? Is that, if, if that was true... Who, there's again, a picture of this reporter, you like, know, obviously... While they were there. No, but this kissing is, the leader of Hamas, and they said the only way he would have been there as if he knew that attack was coming when they when no they, it when was they, on October seventh wasn't it correct yes. like that they were yes. there they were there with them though that correct. day of that attack and, yeah, that's and they're saying CNN nuts. had to have knowledge right that you, that, that reporter knew to the, to, to have was, them there yeah right you know he said I'm gonna be here this is happening and they said we want the footage from it and yeah I mean you know thousands of people died that's insanity if it's you know if it's true if it's true, if it's true. again yeah. I don't I always say I don't believe anything I see so I don't believe that either but um you know. It looks, it looks at the very least uh, suspect, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very questionable. Yep. Yeah. I think anything that comes from mainstream media should be questioned. hundred percent. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I might be a little biased though. <laughs> so. I, I, I never thought that way. You know, I, I just grew up as a kid in Maine sitting down, you know, between his parents watching the five o'clock news and thinking everything that came on. And maybe back then there was some integrity, you know, Walter Cron- Cronkite, who, who else was there back in the day? Uh, maybe there was some integrity in it, but you know, I didn't realize it was fake news until Trump came along and fucking called him out. I mean, I didn't realize that it was literally, you're being fed propaganda. A lot of it, you know, and was, I, I think there was integrity back then. I yeah. mean, not, more it so. wasn't it, more it so. Than wasn't it, as yeah. much fear mongering, yeah. right? Well, oh, and, and is this true? Is this is this like supposedly uh, some? I forgot which president. They said actually Obama. I think actually says my buddy told me this, so it's you know very questionable. But that Obama signed in that you can use propaganda on on the people for. But like before Obama, you could weren't allowed to use propaganda. Yeah, like the was, news sources. News sources weren't allowed to use propaganda, and then he signed it where now they they were allowed to use propaganda. I, I read something like that, and I don't know the Andrew could look it up. I forget the specifics, but there it was something he did where yeah, that was allowed to happen. But the very very vital tactic that mainstream media does. I'm on my ride here. It's literally quarter to eight. I'm driving over here, and I get a news alert. And I usually just look. I don't read them. I just kind of look at the headline because just you the just look at the highlights. I know the highlights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the headline pops up and I'm like oh shit maybe I actually pull over and click on this because I'm like something bad's got to be happening but this is how they get you this is how mainstream media I don't know if this it's is the guy with it's the black guy <laughs> no <laughs> yeah with the huge with the huge wang no it says listen now just read the headline right just listen to this headline New Jersey on alert what to watch out for before terror strikes 7 p.m. Wednesday right that's what? the headline so you think holy shit something What's happens coming 7 p.m. Wednesday yeah. absolutely nothing you read the article absolutely nothing. Just says be on a heightened sense of alert, you know, because of what's going on overseas, and it's absolutely Jeez. a bullshit article. Nothing that you would need to worry about at all. You but you read that headline, you're like, yeah. holy shit, what's, you know, what's coming on Wednesday, you know? That's it's crazy. Tuesday. You could have waited to pull over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it was a safe area. Yeah. A safe area. But they love to do that, like, um, the day of 
of jihad yeah they uh, yeah. they i mean right. every mainstream mm-hmm. media network ran with it i mean yeah. we talked about it on war room but every mainstream media network drove fear into you yeah. like don't go out anywhere stay home don't mm-hmm. fly don't do this but i feel like with mainstream media it's 90 percent propaganda mm-hmm. or trying to get you to instill, do something else mm-hmm, right? instill well, fear, fear in you yeah. or believe something else and it's 10 percent right. truth there was believe it or not maureen couple weeks ago when fema put out that alert there were wackos that were so terrified by headlines they were packing up their families and driving to parks to get away from (laughs) to get away from their cellular devices there was these people are actually just they're they're so terrified by mainstream media i mean i don't know who it would be but maybe he could sit into my right you know not me not me dude (laughs) you weren't in the car no you weren't in the car you were hanging out with my family (laughs) hung out with my family but it wasn't me it wasn't my idea you were you were on the back bumper. Where were you? We were down the road, bro. Really? Was it really far? It was at a park. We were, we were playing soccer in a park with my daughter. Is that a big deal? Were, were there any cell phones in the car? Yeah, all of them. Oh, you left them in the car. And you was you all right? I got you. All right. You run. You play soccer with cell phones. Uh, I'm just saying, Maureen. Some people believe it. Mm, Roger, what do you believe in? The Constitution. That's yeah. What I believe in. That's what I believe in, pal. He's a three percenter. <laughs> I've heard. <Yeah. laughs> See? She pays attention. Yeah. Yeah, we actually, we did. We talked about that. We talked about how they're redefining things. I remember mm-hmm. that now. We had a whole conversation mm-hmm. about that. How, right? You read you read a Wikipedia now, and mm-hmm. I'm essentially a, a part of a militia that's trying to overthrow the government. <laughs> really? What have I done? I feel safe. What I have I done? Safe. <laughs> yeah. I've done nothing of the sort. I don't want that to happen. I just want honesty and, mm-hmm. and integrity in our elected officials. Uh, I did, you know, I want to go on record now as saying I have no intentions of doing that. But that is how, just because I identify that, which because I identify as the original history of it. Mm-hmm. Paul Revere, the Minuteman, militia, right? Minuteman, yes. yeah, 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 definitely a Minuteman. <laughs> you can ask around town. That is true. The um, only thing you're gonna over. propaganda yeah oh right it was the uh smith month act from 1948 which banned uh u.s propaganda aimed at american citizens Mm. so uh congress over i guess congress passed a bill allowing it in 2012 Mm, so it was obama damn Lagori with the fact doesn't that doesn't that bill has to be put forward by somebody correct who 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 put that forward it was... What senator would think that that's a good idea? It was a Republican and a Democrat <laughs> together. Not a good mm. look for us? For you, Frankie? It's it was just... probably someone, you know, yeah, this is why with I the say. establishment. That's why I say I don't trust yeah. any of them. Drain the swamp. It was Mac Thornberry and <clears throat> Adam Smith. <clears throat> I don't even know if they're still serving. Yeah. Which one was the Republican? Well, there's a lot of... Um, you know, I would think of, Mac Thornberry from Texas because Adam Smith's from Washington State, so I would just you yeah know, assume it's probably. I don't think <laughs> you shouldn't assume. Well, I don't. Th- I don't think the Republicans still still in office. Well, for how many that, times I've seen the or heard the roll being called for Congress? No, with he, how much uh, we live stream it? Like yeah, I yeah, you remember yeah Mac yeah. Thornberry he left in t- 2021. 
but he was a Republican. There's a lot of controversy, um, even with the Patriot Act, right? I mean, whether that was a good thing overall. I mean, essentially, that was, you know, the outcome of of 9 11 and, mm-hmm. and how they decided to um, tackle terrorists, right? Terrorism or spying on. But essentially, it, it allows them to spy on all of us as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, and uh, and do it legally. Um, so I, I don't know if that, you know. How does if you're spying on your own citizens? What are you working for us? You're working against us. Working against us. Oh, yeah. You know I mean? yeah. Oh yeah. And I think there were there was good intention behind it at first, but it, it's been. What was there? What did it say? Something. Something. Something's paved with good. Something. The road to hell. Road. The, roads the, paid. Yeah. Road to hell. Is paved, paved with, with good, good intentions. intentions. Yeah. Yep. That's what it is. And uh, listen. Never let a good crisis go to waste. That's how they use it, mm. right? They say they've been taking our rights away since the Cold War. They used the Cold War to take some of our rights away. Then it was the you know the Patriot Act. Now it's COVID, I'm, and they're no, never going to give them back. I'm not trying to call you out, but in what way would that be with the Cold War? I don't know. That's what I heard. You know, I mean, it makes sense, but I didn't you know, know if you'd give me an example. Just based on scare tactics, probably. Probably yeah. but the same stuff like they did with Patriot Act. Yeah. Yeah. How we yeah. turn this ship? How do we turn this ship? Yeah, what's your take on that, Maureen? How 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 do we? I mean, I think I know the obvious answer, but I'll go ahead and I won't answer for you. How do we right this ship? This uh, this sinking ship. How do we get this back I, afloat and uh, make America better? I'll say I won't say great again. I think that people need to get involved. You know, if it's in local politics or mm-hmm. um, at the grassroots level, if it's for someone running for Congress or you know a higher office just getting out the grassroots effort is a lot of how things get done um and not sitting by and letting things happen like getting out voicing your opinions i mean this podcast is a great example of it you're voicing your opinions and people are listening and force multiplying and sharing it around so you know you're not sitting back and saying like i'm gonna let the country burn I'm going to do something about it. Even if it's not running for office, you know, ourselves, it's helping other people in ways that we can. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. You know, and, you know, I just want to double down on that's not mm-hmm. why we ever started a podcast. Never mm-hmm. did we think we would be doing this. But I think if you're complacent, you know, you're part of the problem. And I, and I don't want to be complacent, you know. But uh, I also think it's fair to say that Frankie and I are pretty novice to this newfound world of politics and we don't know everything there is to know i'd be like honestly I think we're compared like to the people that are in people. charge yeah 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 true we're fucking right alongside them yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i'm not too impressed by these people <laughs> yeah. well, i guess that's fair that's fair and yeah. i the in 2022 i think at least i know a few congress congressmen and women that were elected because of their grassroots efforts so it was people that were like i am fed up with what we have in dc right now I'm not going to let the government tell me what I'm going mm-hmm. to do. So we're going to elect someone that actually votes and not let it burn to the ground. Um, my congresswoman, she actually got out there and door knocked herself. For, she was out there like 8 a.m., 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., I think every Monday through Saturday. Wow. And she was outspent 12 to 1. Listen, mm-hmm. uh, we've got a political science major over there. He's got the passion. He's got a good name, good uh, withstanding. I got the local, height. I got the in height. the local I got community. The height. I got the height. Let's go. Let's go, Franklin. 
No, you know what? Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm built for it. I don't know if I'm built for it. Your temperament. You might have to work on your temperament a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be, mean, like, I'd be I mean, like that guy that was at the Senate. Ke- yes. Or, yeah, or Kevin McCarthy, who, did you hear he um, elbowed another congressman today? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Um, Tim Burchett, who's been on the show many a time, but he was talking to a reporter, I forget, I think it was NPR, and Kevin walked past him and elbowed him like right in the kidney. And Tim Burchett went forward, like lunged forward onto the reporter and then realized that Kevin was the one that elbowed him and chased him down the hallway and confronted him. And Kevin was like, I didn't do that. And then he said, well, I might have done that. And then he said, well, I did it because it's like, just admit that you did it the first time. Yeah, who it's was getting that, physical who, who, who out there. Was the representative that got into it wasn't it a he got into it with a Teamster uh, rep, right? Yeah, yeah. The union rep he got yeah. into it with. It was Senator. Um, <laughs> I've never seen that happen in a congressional Mullen, hearing. I think. Hold Mullen, on. Mullen, yeah, Mullen, yeah, Mullen. Mullen. Yes, yeah, it was. Yeah. Yep. Well, he said any time, place, any place. This is the time. This is the time. This is the place. Why don't you open up your mouth? You stand up. All right. Bernie's like, no, no, no. You're 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 a Senate member. No, no, no. You're a Senate member. Sit down. Frankie's got the accents now. The, the Virginia governor is always going to be my favorite. Though. Can you do that? Can you yeah, dabble? can you? Be the Virginia governor, have you heard like, this? Like our current? No. no, no. I should say He's our like, current. The one that's like, talking about baby. aborting babies. We take the oh. baby. At like 12 months? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Post, yeah. post, yeah. post birth. Mm-hmm. We take the baby. We make the baby comfortable. <laughs> and then, you know, we talk to the mother and the doctor. And then we decide to do with the baby. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> this is like a live birth baby. Can you imagine? Oh, Justifying that? Fucking crazy world we live in, you know. And I, I, if it was just me, and I think Frankie would say that, like we're we're men. I fucking plow my way through life. I'll figure it out. I'm not worried about anything. But I got kids. I want a better yeah. future for them. You know, the future is scary. It is scary, it's uncertain. So I don't know that we're gonna solve all the problems, but I certainly appreciate your time, Maureen. I think yeah, that we awesome. uh, get to talk to you. We got Thank to talk you. about some some things that certainly I think we're all a little bit passionate about, especially mm-hmm. you. And uh, you know, we became uh, fast friends on Instagram. So thank you so much for flying up here to spend some time with us. I and, wouldn't uh, have missed it. And yeah. I want to address that question about Iraq really uh, quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I did go over there in 2011, and I was part of the withdrawal out of I- Iraq. So mm-hmm. I saw. My unit, I oversaw my unit's like closure of our footprint on our base, turned it back over to the Air Force who oversaw that entire base, who turned it over to the Iraqis. So I saw, I mean, it wasn't, you know, nothing's perfect. It wasn't the most ideal withdrawal, but we did a decent job at it. Right. What happened in Afghanistan was just completely botched there and a disgrace. No, like, it's like no planning. It, it was, no planning, and, and right? honestly, it reminded me, and I this might sound terrible, but like when a battered spouse leaves in the middle of the night, mm. there that's what it seemed like. We packed up bases in Afghanistan and, and left in the middle yeah. of the night, and then <laughs> how we left, you know, the airfield. Thirteen service members did not need to lose their lives, and yes. they did. Not only that, what would we leave billions of dollars mm-hmm. worth of our equipment over there for, billion dollars. for them mm-hmm. just to turn around and use as their asset? Just... Which I can't really say much because we left, we turned over equipment to the Iraqis, which we've now found out is being used against us, like the attacks mm. that are happen- happening that was... as service members in Syria and Iraq right now mm. are using equipment that was left there. 
when we left um, in 2011. So, wow, 2011. Mm-hmm. so, so actually, when you were saying uh, that Obama campaigned on getting out of Afghanistan, or it might have been you, Roger, mm-hmm. that said out of Iraq and Afghanistan, um, Obama did campaign on that, but it was already signed. An agreement was already signed over under uh, George W. that we would be out of Iraq in 2011 by. December of 2011. Uh, Obama just pretty much finished out the order. Mm-hmm. Him and Joe Biden couldn't get an agreement for us to stay. They wanted us. Joe Biden wanted us to stay in Iraq longer. Wow. They couldn't get an agreement, so they had to adhere to the one that was already gr- mm-hmm. agreed upon. But they took it, Obama took credit for us getting out of Iraq in 2011, and we're back over there. That's the thing. But yeah. it's because, right? As as citizens of the United States. I, I keep saying us, me, myself, I, Frankie hates when I talk for him, that we see that, right? And what mm-hmm. a waste of asset and life and, and that was, that, that we just completely deplatformed that that area of the world for no reason. There was no mm-hmm. weapons of mass destruction. Yep. And then you see this thing pop off with Ukraine, you know, and you're like, we have no business being over there. We, we do this all the time. We just, like, What are we doing? And we're going to send know? service members back over right. there again. Mm-hmm. And we had them over in Afghanistan for 20 years. And I know, like, I talk about this on our show. So my dad has his areas that he's very passionate about, which is a lot of different areas. But there's some that I'm extremely passionate about that he has me on to talk about. And that's the military and veterans issues. Um, We were in (laughs) Afghanistan for 20 years. We sent people over deployment after deployment after deployment. And then we send them home and they're broken Mm -hmm. physically mentally and we just kick them out we throw them out like the garb like yesterday's garbage and then the va and the government treats them like the garbage that they think that they are that's where again as citizens i think everybody Mm -hmm. would be comfortable with their money going Mm -hmm. you know what i mean almost but it doesn't yeah (laughs) it never never goes there it never goes there and and then we get lied to by the government like joe biden saying oh we're not going to have service members or troops in Mm -hmm. in ukraine we did we have special operators. Right. We did have, you know, conventional units over there inventorying the equipment that we gave Ukraine mm-hmm. because of what happened in Afghanistan. Yeah. So it's just we we should not be getting into more endless wars. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And, it, and this is coming from someone who was there. You mm-hmm. know? Right. I, yeah, I that, didn't that, serve. I wasn't that's there. Why I, Veterans Day just passed. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for your service. Thank we you. certainly, uh, from my family to yours, something now, that certainly we respect. The, the, the rumor is when you were in Iraq that you sat on Saddam's I throne. did. You want to see the picture? <laughs> he got the picture over there. No way. <laughs> yeah. I had to send it to my cousin the other day. So hold on. Give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> this is cool. And that was in, uh, where in Iraq? Uh, it, that, in, uh, so that was in Baghdad. Baghdad. That's where his palace is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, he had um, palaces all over, mm-hmm. but I was down there for tra- for op- operational security officer training, actually. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys was like, oh, do you guys want to go inside and look at some of the different stuff in here? Like, oh, of oh, course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, wow. That's cool. Look at the size of look that. Look at that. That's incredible. That's cool. That's wow. something you don't see every day, right? Or get to experience. I know. That's funny that you asked about this, though, because my cousin asked me to send it to him the other day. <laughs> was he, he, he was found in a little <laughs> tiny tunnel, right? Mm-hmm. right? Uh, 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 I think it was a canine found him, right? Mm-hmm. He was literally in there for days, and I think it was like a 8 by 10 little tunnel that was... Yeah, I remember seeing the pictures. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they hung him, and right? They hung him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was, yeah. 
I believe they did him, but they did a yeah. they did a burial at sea to um, Bin, Bin, Bin Laden, Laden right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he but was shot. He was killed. He was killed, sniper, but they yeah. buried him at sea. They said in tradition with yeah. what? That's tradition in Muslim religion? No, Muslim religion. I guess yeah. our our our. Um, I don't know. Look that up, Andrew. I I, mm-hmm. I remember. I remember. What? Yeah, it's. I mean, in Muslim he, religion, he, you have to be. I think you have to I'm be. Not in the saying the Muslim quick, religion. I didn't say that. Well, I then said. why would he do our religion? I heard Obama <laughs> gave a speech about it and said in, in uh, some war treaty or something. I don't know what it was, but said to be congruent with wartime treaty. He was buried at. To sea. be congruent with wartime treaty, we're not going to respect his religious. <laughs> his, his religious. <laughs> why would they? He was a fucking mass murderer. <laughs> no, no, yeah, 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 why would yeah, they? Well, they didn't they want there they to be a shrine to him, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of just did it, so there was no like evidence left. Like nowhere any people could go and. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it, there was so much gold in that palace. I think the toilets were gold oh, toilets. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But you saw, like, if you we stood on the roof of the palace too and looked out. Gorgeous. He had like a man-made um, lake around him, around that one, and then it's just despair. Yeah. Just like, yeah, yeah. Got, yeah. Yeah. Like you're okay watching your so people suffer while be, I have gold. We're going to yeah. be soon here. We're yeah. not too far away. Mm. Gas is eighteen dollars a gallon now. No gas going down right I'm now. I'm joking. Right? I, it has gone down a little bit, but things are you know, the cost of things are way up. Obviously, well, how bad does it get? I guess is kind of my point. You know, what I mean, do, do we ever get to that stage? Oh, there. I mean, where geez, the few are living high and mighty, yet the rest of. I don't know. Washington D.C. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the wealthiest, some of the wealthiest counties in the country yeah. are yeah. right around right. Washington D.C. Rich men D. north of Richmond, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, it was a pleasure. Yeah, thank you guys you for having me. You, you have to great. sign our board. We'll have to take yes. a picture before you leave. I will. Thank uh, you guys so much for having me. Truly yeah, appreciate great. you coming up. Yeah, War Room. Yeah. It's on every day of the week, twice a day. Oh yeah, right. So if you <laughs> want, if you want to go, if you want to go, check it out. We're on Rumble and Getter. I think we're also streaming on Twitter. Getter, are we on Getter? Um, oh, we got to get on Getter. Yeah. Roger's on Grinder. I am on Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we. That's how we found each other on Grinder. <laughs> I'm in the little twinks. <laughs> um, and then on Samsung TV, Pluto, Roku, and we're on ten to twelve Monday through Saturday, and five to seven Monday through. Friday and that six to seven is on Lindell TV. Excellent. Cool. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, check them out, guys. guys. Yes, thank you so much. Champ thank of you. the Tramp. Don't forget to check us out too on all podcast forums, right? Frank, go ahead. What do we, what do we got? This is usually your line. Apple Podcast, Spotify Podcast, Rumble. Rumble the big one. Uh your mom's podcast everywhere. <laughs> all right? All the podcasts. Oh, and if they want to check me out, I'm on Getter and Twitter at Maureen underscore Bannon and Instagram at Real Maureen Bannon. Oh, there it is. And if you DM her, she'll answer you back, believe it or not. 